Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Veterans Affairs' new Office of Accountability and Whistleblower Protection says it needs more staff, resources, and authority to propose disciplinary action for the full scope of VA employees. It's been over a year since the president signed the bill which created the new office. New data from VA show disciplinary actions against senior executives continues to make up 0.1% of all total actions at the department during the law's first year. Disciplinary actions against executives made up the same percentage of all actions at VA before the law was passed. The House Veterans Affairs Committee is expected to examine VA's implementation of the accountability law at a hearing next week. Inspectors General still have some work to do to fully realize the power of the IG Act of 1978. In honor of the Act's 40th anniversary, the Bipartisan Policy Center makes several recommendations to strengthen the IG community. The center says IG should better address government-wide challenges that cross multiple agencies, and Congress should dedicate specific funding to the Council of Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency, or SIGI. A case file has been opened by the Office of Special Counsel into whether Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke violated the Hatch Act with his socks. CNN reports the probe comes after a complaint was filed by the Campaign for Accountability when Zinke tweeted a picture of him wearing socks with President Trump's campaign slogan, Make America Great Again, on them. The tweet was later removed and Zinke apologized for the photo. Customs and Border Protection counters reports about its separating families seeking asylum at ports of entry. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Calling the reports false claims, CBP Executive Assistant Commissioner Todd Owen says agents almost never separate parents from children at ports of entry. He says the agency doesn't deny or discourage asylum seekers. He says the volume of work can cause strains and slow processing. Owen says that along the southwest border, CBP processes 208,000 vehicles and more than a half million people daily. I'm Tom Temin. The Navy issues a formal reprimand to an active duty captain for repeatedly and improperly taking gifts from a Singapore-based defense contractor. Captain Charles Johnson is one of the more than 20 current and former Navy officials charged in what's called the Fat Leonard scandal. Johnson will not face a court-martial, though. He's alleged to have traded Navy operational information for thousands of dollars in gifts, but that was in 2006, and the five-year statute of limitations has already run its course. The Pentagon makes a $49 million award for a long-awaited upgrade to the government's background investigation process. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The Defense Information Systems Agency says it issued the award as an other transaction agreement. Because of that, there are a lot of details that are still murky. DISA's requirements for the National Background Investigation System were only made available to members of a vendor consortium, and the company that appears to have won the OTA competition is a subsidiary of a major government contractor that earns more than $2 billion each year from federal contracts. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Robots could play a part in the upcoming audit of the Defense Department. The Defense Information Systems Agency is employing robotic process automation to work out routing processes. DISA says the software will free up time for humans to do tasks which require emotional intelligence and judgment. The Pentagon is looking for an automated solution to help defense officials identify classified materials and enforce their decisions. An RFI from DOD's chief information officer, along with DISA, says it's looking for a system which can understand and classify information using various security classification guidelines and then label the information accordingly. It should also restrict access based on four attributes, the classification of the information, clearance level of the individual, facility, and system accreditation. The system must comply with the standards developed by the National Security Agency and the National Institute of Standards and Technology. 
and the Marine Corps is offering tactical pilots more than $200,000 to stay in the service. The reenlistment bonus goes to pilots who reenlist for six years. Smaller bonuses are available for pilots who reenlist for two or four. The military is currently facing a pilot shortage. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.